Welcome to another episode of Brewery Talks, the podcast bringing you the stories behind the beer as I travel across the country. This is your host, Nash. Today's episode, I met with Jack Dyer of Topa Topa Brewing Company. And I got to say, they're putting out some incredible beers right now. In this episode, we talk about how Jack started his beering experience with having a brew up with his friends and how that kind of transformed into where he's at today. We talk about some of his stories about how he met people from Allagash Brewing Company across the world and they got a beer over in Europe. And we also talk about how they were giving back to the community and all that goes with that. Hope you guys enjoy it. Cheers. All right, let's do it. Today we have a great episode. I'm here at Topa Topa Brewing Company in Ventura, California with the co-founder Jack Dyer. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming by. I am super, super stoked to be here. I mean, Ventura has been a spot where I've heard about it. I've seen it on social media, movies, etc., you know, surfing, and I really never thought I'd get out here when I was out here. I'm like, oh my God, I can meet with Topa Topa, and like, you guys respond to me, like, thank you, and um, shout out to Brian Schmitz at Lucky Luke for kind of saying, definitely reach out to them and be a good spot, so... Uh, yeah, well, wel- welcome to Ventura. We we love it here. Stones throw from uh, Sea Street, the ocean here, and super stoked that uh, Brian uh, connected us. And yeah, happy happy to have you. Yeah, and then and the location. So you guys are literally right off the highway, like thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 right off right off the one hundred and one freeway. About uh, you know again a block from the beach. Sea Street's a pretty famous surfing spot, and um, and conveniently located about two blocks from Patagonia too, which is a pretty cool uh, pretty cool neighbor to have. Absolutely, yeah. I noticed that as well. I was uh, on the Ventura Wikipedia this morning looking up fun facts, and I saw that uh, Patagonia was here. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, So let's talk about beer. So co-founder of this brewery, how did you first get into beer? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I've long had an interest in beer, uh, mainly drinking it. But um, <laughs> uh, we, my business partner, Kyle Thompson, and I, uh, our wives actually went to college together uh, at CU Boulder. Go Buffs. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, Kyle and I met down in San Diego. We were mutual kind of surfing buddies, and we both uh, homebrewed at, at home uh, on a very, very small scale, kind of stovetop setups. Uh, Kyle, admittingly, was much better at it than I was. I was, uh, I just kind of did it for fun. And uh, him and I eventually had a desire to make a little bit more beer, and we founded, along with one other friend of ours from uh, San Diego, uh, we founded something that we called a, a brew op. Uh, we took the co-op concept and applied it to beer. We had about got about twenty guys. Everyone threw in a few hundred dollars. We bought a a large brew system on a homebrew scale and stored it in one of our buddies' garages and then started producing one beer a month and distributing it to all the members of of the brew op. Um, oh, wow. So that's really what what um, was the catalyst for you know what now has become Topa Topa. Uh, we learned a lot about brewing and a lot about making beer, um, but more importantly, Kyle and I learned a lot about each other and our skill sets and our personalities and and how well they complemented each other. And, and um, eventually, that blossomed into what what became Topa Topa today. So. Some of the beers you guys are making in the brew up, do any of those recipes carry over from those days? Or I, I wish I could say yes. Uh, no, no, they they haven't. Um, it's uh, that was a really experimental kind of uh, fly by the seat of our pants. Write a recipe and and just make something every month. And um, and we're we're much more calculated here. Plus, in the in the evolution of, of starting Topa Topa, we 
we identified that early on that we wanted to bring in a, a actual professional level brewer to to start this company with, and that's where the third founding member of the company, Casey Harris, came in. Uh, he was a head brewer at Stone Brewing Company. Um, and once we brought Casey on board into the concept concept of what has now become Topa Topa, he um, we we gave him full full range over the full, we handed the reins to him for uh, for all beer making. So some of his homebrew recipes have made their way to Topa, but uh, none from the brew up. So the, the brew up itself is such an interesting concept yeah. that I've never even thought of before. So once a month you'd brew beer, would it be everybody in the brew up, or would you get to go kind of like, hey, I have it scheduled for Sunday, I'm making this beer. Like, you got everybody in the brew up together, and you all agreed to make this one beer. Yeah, it would be one recipe, and um, we would <clears throat> we would agree upon it, typically over email. Um, and then, like with any co-op, anyone who's been involved in a co-op, typically a handful of people do most of the work, and everyone else just kind of reaps the benefits. That's kind of <laughs> how the brew up worked. We enjoyed it. It was super fun. Um, but, you know, we'd, we'd some, some Sundays we'd get everybody there, um, you know, or 10 or 15 guys there, and all, everyone would help out. Um, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of times it was three or four of us doing doing most of the work and uh then everyone else just kind of got their beer uh beer share at the end but that's that's how it worked and it was super super fun and and uh you know a time of life that i look back on now and and uh and with very fond memories it was a super good time yeah that's the uh <laughs> it's like the most ideal friend group i think ever <laughs> and, yeah uh, everyone everyone was really into beer and um really into drinking beer and uh hopefully some of them could scrub and clean pretty well and that that was that was usually my job i, would, I just kind of cleaned everything um so but it, it was a fun time and again laid that foundation um for kind of um a, a working partnership that that is is rock and rolling here at, at topa topa today and then you said so the the co-op you know you had a bigger setup bigger scale thing and then i know cases you said doing most of the brewing now but would you think it was helpful seeing beer being brewed in that kind of like next level in the co-op and then kind of going to the scale of like seeing it in a brewery i think there's a there's a base level of knowledge about the beer making process that's important when you go to start a brewery um and it's important for ownership to understand that process and also to understand um the challenges that are presented every day on the brewery floor. Um, we really pride ourselves in taking really good care of our brew, to, our brew, brew team. Um, and I think if you don't have that knowledge of experience of actually making beer yourself or, or doing some of the work down there on the, on the brewery floor yourself, um, it's, it, it sometimes can, um, can rear its head in different ways at, at a brewery. Cause, uh, it's really hard work down there on the floor. It's, it's a grind. And, um, you know, as an ownership, we really try and try and appreciate that. Yeah, it's going to be hugely beneficial because, like you said, you know what they're going through. You know what's happening out there. Even though you aren't the one necessarily doing it all day long, you have you know you have a general understanding of all of it. That's that's a really great way to like, yeah a, a no, good mindset. Knowing the science behind it is good. I, I won't I won't sit here and say that like what we were doing at the at, in the brew up days is I kind of equate it like home brewing. Uh, while we have an immense respect for it, and it's a really cool uh, pastime, and and um, and and in, in many ways, it's the foundation. It laid the foundation for what is modern day craft beer. Um, so, but uh, I always equate like home brewing compared to manufacturing and production level brewing. It's kind of like the difference between knowing how to fly like a single engine Cessna <laughs> is home brewing and then a space shuttle is, uh, is manufacturing. So I think they're just, um, while the, the basics are the same, they're just, it's, it's a whole different level. Like Casey and our guys, they're, 
they're professional level brewers and uh you know i was mr stovetop so it's uh <laughs> it, 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 but it but it's fun i i do agree i think it does have it does lend some credibility to uh to you when you can go down there and know what know what's going on yeah yeah, yeah. you can actually talk about what's happening yeah. Yeah. so you're sitting there and you're like okay this beer is pretty good let's do this let's do this for let's open a brew like what is that what, what are the first steps after that is it like actually like all right, man, let's think about this for a little bit. Do we actually want to do this? Or is it like, let's just dive in head first and get right into it? Like, what's the, what are the first, I guess, like next steps after deciding you want to go in? Yeah, I, it's um like with, with any small business, when you're going to start it up, I think um, there was a, a lot of research that that went in um, to to us developing our business plan, um, which was, was really important and still pays dividends, uh, today, uh, how we, we kind of backed into it a little bit where, um, both myself and my business partner, Kyle, were at a point at our previous careers where, um, we were hitting a little bit of the proverbial ceiling and we weren't really going to go much higher at the, the groups where we were. And neither of us were really all that psyched about what we were doing. It, it was a nice paycheck and we got that we had nice lifestyles and, and everything, but we weren't truly passionate about what we were doing. So, um, Kyle and I actually both discovered that we independent of one another were writing a business plan to start a brewery. Um, and then over beer lunch, we kind of decided to, uh, combine forces and, and, um, and start planning something together, uh, which was, was really, really the best thing. Um, it takes a lot of hands. It takes a lot of, uh, uh, intelligence and takes a a lot of, um, just a, a lot of people to accomplish, uh, the growth that we've been able to accomplish. And I, you know, I can't speak highly enough of my business partners and, uh, and the value that all of us, each and each and every one of us bring, uh, to the team. But yeah, it, for us, it started with a business plan. Um, we really did a lot of research and, and developed a, a pretty sound business plan for, for what we wanted to do. So that was, that was probably about a six to eight month process of just gathering all of that information and putting pen to paper and, and writing a really solid business plan. That's pretty kick ass. That's, that's like, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. I was sitting. I was like reading a book, and I was like, "Man, how do people even like? What's like the first step?" Because everyone's like, "Oh, you know," they always have that thought. I'm like, "I don't even know what the next step would even be." So it's good to business plan. That's yeah, good. and it's it's uh, you know, as we talk to other people who are looking at starting any business, I, I've I talk with people all the time who are starting businesses in all sorts of different um, categories, not just brewery, not the, the brewery industry, but having a really solid business plan will will uh, open a lot of doors for you with potential investors, with banks. You're going to need one. And I still go back and, and read ours today uh, to kind of remind us why, why we started it and what we're all about. So in that business plan, we also kind of solidified our our core values as a company, which has been really, really important. Uh, our employees probably get sick of me repeating them to them. But, um, <laughs> you know, that was a really – foundationally, we knew who we were. We knew what we were all about from day one, and that's all in our business plan. And, uh, and that's um, – that's been paramount for us. It's, uh, as, as, as the brewery space gets really, really crowded, gets more and more crowded with more breweries, uh, coming on board. I think it's really important for each of us to have an identity and, and know exactly who we are and what we want to do with our, with our brands. I mean, and you guys, I mean, you're the manifesto on your guys' website. I read that and I was like, Oh my God. Like I, I don't, I don't even care if he says no to the podcast interview. Like I need, I'm going there. I'm getting a beer. That's the most kick-ass manifesto ever. And, uh, how did that was that was that like your guys writing or was that something that someone said one time it, I mean, you can even like i don't i don't know if you can say it verbatim but part of it was like you know the vans are better for camping not commuting good vibes and great beer that's just a good mindset and i was like this place is awesome yeah <laughs> yeah it's um you know our our our, our saying is here, here is good vibes and great beer and uh the manifesto was a really cool result of uh one of our initial partners in the business 
his name is Ryan Jacobs. He owned his own design and branding studio. Um, he did branding, brand development for a number of different, um, a number of different companies that uh, we've all heard of, like the Starbuckses of the world, Toyota, and really big brands that um, would utilize him to help them tell their story. And uh, and we were just friendly with him, and he decided he wanted to help us out, and we could not afford him, so we uh, brought him on as a little bit of a partner, uh, an equity position in the company to help us get started. So a lot of that came from his process and 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 his creative mind of what Topa Topa wanted to, wants to be all about and um, what our brand image should be and and now we've taken all that in house so um, we have a, an internal brand manager uh, Lauren who's sitting in the room with us here <laughs> but uh, she's uh, she's really taken that and, and develops our, our brand for us and makes sure we stay uh, authentic to what our core principles are and um, and yeah the manifest was really cool it gave us kind of the first time I ever saw it and. Uh, presented to us it kind of you know gave you the chills and the goosebumps but uh because they really just encapsulates who we are and what what we um want this company to be about absolutely and uh, like i said i was super stoked on it so much so that i, I took a, i legit took a screenshot this morning and i sent it to my friends i was like yo guys check this out like, <laughs> i've never seen a, i've never seen this on a bruise website before and it was uh yeah they're all like oh man that's perfect that's gonna be a great podcast i'm, like, I'm so excited but um so let's talk about the southern coastal california beer scene what is that all about so this brew is like all over the place right oh yeah yeah southern california is uh is a hotbed for um for craft beer and and myself my business partner and even casey uh casey our head brewer all kind of cut our teeth on 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 the beer scene down in san diego um which gosh there's almost like 200 breweries in san diego county now is there really yeah it's um it's it's really like a mecca for for craft beer big bold uh, west coast ipas where we're kind of driving the market down there um, for, for years and, uh, the, uh, further North in LA counties and now Ventura County was a little bit slower, um, to, to pick up, but, uh, here locally in Ventura County and Santa Barbara County, we've, um, just exploded with a bunch of new breweries, uh, in the last three to five years. And there's a few more coming too here in Ventura. So we couldn't be more stoked to have, you know, more good quality, fresh beer, um, we're really proud to uh, be an independently owned brewery, and um, and to see other independently owned breweries kind of rising up and and uh, taking market share from from the big boys at, at Anheuser Busch, and that's really our our goal day in and day out is to make the best quality product we can, um, be super as friendly as as, as we can with with uh, the other local breweries, and um, where there's a good camaraderie here. And uh, Southern California is a great place to be, not only in the beer business, making beer, but also it's uh, it's a great place to be a beer drink beer drinker we have the best weather in the world so you can constantly get outside and uh and and do the activities that you know you love to do whether it's mountain biking hiking or surfing or sailing uh and then come hopefully and enjoy a nice brewery fresh beer from from one of the great breweries in your region yeah it definitely has a lot to offer i mean it's what this, it's january 4th right now oh my god it's already january january yeah. 4th and it's like 60 degrees out or 50 degrees out which is pretty unbelievable yeah it's uh yeah you can't complain about about weather here we could use a little bit more rain than we typically get but it's supposed to rain this weekend so that's uh that that's a good thing yeah, <laughs> and then us. and then with like you know you have the beaches at one block away then right out this window we can see there's like a mountain in the background like that's such a unique yeah ventura's ventura's a really fantastic place to be and it's um it's a uh it's kind of the gateway to the central coast of california which um, selfishly, it's it's probably my favorite section of, of California is the Central Coast, and um, 
you know, having the opportunity to be in the mountains uh, and, and, you know, hike to, you know, 6,000 foot peaks uh, with views of the Channel Islands is, is a pretty unique thing. So we, we love our backyard. We love our region. Um, most of our staff enjoy the outdoors, whether it's climbing, hiking, surfing, body surfing. Uh, so we really try and encourage that type of a lifestyle, um, not only with our, our company and our, our, the time we afford our, our employees, but also, you know, with our customers and with our brand as well. That's sweet. That's like cool, man. I might yeah. uh, give my resume after this. That sounds like a good bunch of people to work with. Um, and that's like, yeah, you said Channel Islands. So Channel Islands is like right there, like you take a ferry from Ventura, right? And yeah, then you go yeah. Out there the gateways like, here in uh, Ventura Harbor, and uh, yeah, if you're in the area, there's nothing, nothing I would encourage you to do more than uh, jumping out to the Channel Islands. They are the least visited national park in the in the uh, area and uh, or in the country, and it is just it's another world out there. It's absolutely stunningly beautiful. So we have you said Channel Islands right there, hiking beaches. Uh, how'd you guys end up in Ventura? I mean, it, obviously you're selling me on it. It sounds amazing, <laughs> uh, but the whole coast sounds amazing. What is what kind of got you in, in Ventura? Yeah, our our story for starting Topa Topa started as I mentioned before down in San Diego with that that brew op concept. Um, myself, my business partner Kyle and Casey, our other business partner and head brewer, all lived in San Diego. And we were actually in the process of starting a brewery down there. Um, and during that process, my wife actually got offered a job uh, up here in this region. And it was kind of a really good opportunity. She really wanted to take it. So so her and I moved up here. Um, and at that point, I kind of thought a little bit that the brewery dream might be, might be dead. <laughs> and uh, just going to stick with my other job and, and keep working on it. But... Um, Quickly, when I got here, being a you know a beer a beer enthusiast, I, I I toured around to the few breweries that were in the region. There really weren't that many. I think there was only three in um, in all of really Santa Barbara and, and Ventura or four in, in Santa Barbara and Ventura counties at that point. And um, I just really got really enthusiastic about trying to do something up here. And uh, so I got on the phone with Casey and Kyle and said, "Hey, like." you know, we, I love it up here. Like we, if I raise the money and, and can get things going up here, will you guys move and do this with me? And, uh, and they both unanimously say, yes, Casey, our head brewer is actually from this region. He grew up just North of Santa Barbara and, and was a student at UCSB. Um, so for him, it's a bit of a, it's been a bit of a homecoming, um, uh, which has been very cool to see. Um, but that's really what brought us up here. Uh, my wife and I had always vacationed here when we lived in San Diego. We, we love it in this region and, and, always wanted to move here hence why she took her job uh here at that time and and um uh for myself to be able to move here and then really put down some roots by starting this business was uh was was great and now that we've done it that way like we couldn't imagine starting anywhere else like it's just it just feels it it feels like we've it feels like we just started but it also feels like we've been here forever kind of all at the same time it's a, it's an interesting feeling but but we love ventura we love the central coast we love this region so um yeah, we couldn't think of we can't think of any better place uh, to to do what we do. And then you mentioned before that this actual location of the brewery that we're in right now is pretty pretty great location. You know, really close to a lot of things, including the water and yeah. you know those main yeah. areas. And how did you end up in this spot? Did you know you wanted to be close to this area? Or this kind of building popped up, and you're like, let's take that one. Um, it it was a process when you know when we were starting uh, Topa, uh, we. We initially were actually going to start in uh, Ojai, actually, up the hill. Uh, we had a development project that we had 
gotten wind of, and we were working with a, a building owner and a developer up there um, to build a custom building that was going to house our, our brewing operations and tap room. And thankfully, we didn't wait for that because it still hasn't started <laughs> uh, up there. But um, yeah, th- so through that process, we started looking at buildings and opportunities, and we had raised raised some some of the money to get the get the company started. Uh, up here and, and talk to some banks who were going to help us finance the project. And and uh, we found uh, this building at 104 East Thompson, funny enough, because we had already ordered a brew system at this point, and uh, we were looking for a building to store it in because we thought it was going to get here before any buildings were ready. And um, <laughs> and the building that we were going to store it in, the landlo- landlord and management company who was managing that also managed this property. So uh, they said, hey, you know, we have this place where you can store it, but there's also this building that might work for your brewery. And uh, so that's how we ended up here in downtown Ventura. Again, we really couldn't think of a better place being a block from the beach and um, and two blocks from Patagonia headquarters and, you know, two streets off of Main Street in downtown Ventura. It's pretty cool to have a manufacturing facility right here in town. So you had the equipment and you didn't even know like where it was going to even go yet. And you're just we, like, we had the equipment ordered and uh, yeah, we was a little cart before the horse, but at that point we knew we were going to do the project. So um, yeah, it, it didn't actually arrive. It, the, that's a whole long, longer story about um, why it got so delayed, but we had, we'd had it ordered. So we were, we were looking for somewhere in case it did arrive on time. Thankfully it didn't. I mean, <laughs> I guess it was good and bad, but it didn't arrive on time. So we didn't have to store it anywhere. <laughs> that's cart before the horse. <laughs> oh yeah. It was a, it's a, it's a process starting a brewery. So there's a lot of, a uh, lot of equipment. It's a, it's a really, um, it's a story that's being told all over the country right now with all these new breweries popping up, uh, in each and every town, each and every region. Um, you know, it, we're, we're not unique, uh, in, in any sense of the form. It's really a resurgence of American manufacturing. Um, so it's, it's really cool to see that kind of blossoming and coming back here, uh, uh under, in the craft beer industry. It's really, it's really rad. And I mean, right now we're 21 minutes into it. We haven't even really talked about beer yet. You mentioned great <laughs> beer and we should probably talk about it before my computer, uh, starts acting up again and <laughs> let's not record anymore. So your guys' beer, uh, you mentioned before you mentioned offline that you guys just want to make quality craft beer that is just just great all around and one of the things i noticed on your guys website you guys talk about your ingredients yeah i think you know every brewer every brewery should or or does try to source you know the best ingredients that they can really truthfully we all get most of our our ingredients from the same places uh so but uh we really try and you know focus on using the highest quality ingredients and uh, ingredients that we can and and really highlighting the hard work of 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 the maltsters and the uh hop growers and uh those guys have all been doing what they've been doing for many many years so we don't try and complicate the process uh too too much with with very many adjuncts we really try and make really straightforward high quality beer and try and serve it as fresh as possible and that's 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 really our main focus is super 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 fresh beer um served in an environment that people want to come back to uh here at our at our multiple tap rooms so um that that's that's our main focus casey our head brewer is uh is a is a fantastic brewer him and the guys make i think they make the best beer uh around some of the best beers in the world and um we're lucky to have them but uh yeah our beer is pretty straightforward beer flavored beer and and uh we 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 focus on super super fresh ipas and um we're not 
very trendy in the style of beers that we make. We really focus on on what we what we make and and try and make it uh, as good as possible and and repeat that process over and over again. So we're not a beer that's releasing a new beer. We're not a brewery that's releasing a new beer every week or or doing kind of the hazy can releases and stuff like that. We're a little more, more traditional, which makes us unique in today's market because uh, there's there's not too many people who are doing kind of doing it like we're doing it right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I have so many follow up questions for yeah. that. So beer flavored beer. That's uh, you know that's I've heard a couple of people kind of say you know we want more beer flavored beer. Yeah. So what? Uh, so that's just beer without a lot of extra ingredients. You know, without a lot of yeah. And it's a, it's you know like I said before, it's a great time to be a beer drinker uh, here in California, really across the country because you can get really anything that 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 suits your palate. But um, you know, our we make the beers that we like to drink, and uh, we really love hop hop forward. Um, IPAs that have a lot of hop flavor and less hop bitterness. That's kind of our our main focus in in the IPA realm. But we also really love you know lagers, and uh, we make a great set, uh, pilsner. Uh, our Sespi Pilsner It's one of my favorite beers. Make a Cali Common, which is a hybrid lager that uh, is has a has a bit of a cult following to it for the people who who know that style. They really love that beer. Um, we make a great traditional California Pale Ale as well. That's kind of a little bit more of a hop forward. Uh, pale ale, we kind of call it a, a West Coast pale ale for for a West Coast style life that we lead out here. So, um, you know, we we really try and um, not expand too far outside of the style parameters that are kind of placed before us by the guys who who kind of laid the foundation for our industry and and really um, I always use the term like respect the elders in in the sense of like uh, just not trying to yeah like you you'll never see a glitter beer or anything like that from uh, from from Topa Topa so. Uh, we really try and focus on just making, making, making a, f- a number of styles, uh, making a wide variety on our board, but um, repeating them and making everything we make very, very, very well. Is is a glitter beer really a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They came up with an edible glitter this year that uh, you can add into a beer so it sparkles in your. Thing. Yeah, it's a wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it existed. <laughs> Uh, and you also mentioned uh, just super fresh beer. Yeah. Uh, how do you ensure that super fresh beer is just it does does it come down to you know clean the tap lines often or is it just you know always having it like well there's 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 certain things that are kind of non negotiable in in our industry and we hope every brewery's doing it and that's like you know the cleaning your tap lines and that sort of stuff but um, we, really a lot of our freshness gets managed from our production schedule timelines and, and everything and. Um, having a really busy tap rooms and, and having beer that sells when it's out there on draft at, at restaurants really does, does help. But, um, we try and keep all of our beer as fresh as possible. Nothing in our brewery typically goes beyond, um, three months old. Uh, so that's something that we really pride ourselves on. It takes a little bit more work from a planning perspective. Um, but we really try and keep all, all our beer in particular IPAs are meant to be drank as, as fresh as possible. I mean, they start, they start degrading the moment you take them out of the bright tank. So, uh, so that, that's fun. And, and I think a lot of people in our region and again, all over the country are now being exposed to this brewery, fresh beer phenomenon. And they they don't even the customers don't even really know why they like the beer so much, but nine times out of 10, it's because the beer's it's super, super fresh. And it's not this homogenized can that sits, that sat on the, on the shelf at the grocery store, um, for six months before you buy it, it's, uh, you know, freshly packed. You get to shake hands with the brewers or owners or, uh, people who help make it and, uh, and enjoy it right there in the tap room or, you know, hopefully as fresh as you can from the, from the supermarket shelf, from your, from your local breweries. So that's a really cool movement that, um, we're proud to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, that, I think the, 
the consumer, like you said, doesn't even know why they like it, but they like it. And yeah. I think I'm definitely, I fall into that category because I'm like, oh, beer is just so much better. Like when yeah. you're at the brewery and it's just like, you're getting it from the tap and you're yep. talking with the people, it's the atmosphere, everything. That's why we always make an effort no matter where we go, you know, first place in the town is stop the brewery. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of people and you guys are doing it right as you're traveling around, like, um, you know, follow, follow the breweries and, and get in there. You really get a, a good feel for what the true feel of those towns are. Um, I do the same thing when I travel and as we travel a little bit now for work, going around the, the country to different conferences and stuff like that. It's, um, it's always our first stop is, you know, and, and with, within the brewery, brewing network, you always find out where to go and who to try and, and everything. So it's super fun. Absolutely. And then, I mean, for us, what we do is we're always, like I said, our first stop is always a brewery because typically they're like our unofficial tour guides, the bartenders, the people working there. Cause we'll go there and say, Hey, we're looking for a good hike. I was just doing it with you off there. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, I need a good hike. I don't know which one, you know, cause you go, you can Google it and you get a thousand options. And I'm like, what's the one that's actually like really oh, yeah. good that you recommend. <laughs> or even like we were off, off there before and someone, you guys are talking about climbing. I'm like, Oh wow. I realized there was climbing like right there. Yep. And it's, uh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. like unofficial tour guides. You like, spend <laughs> you spend a, a you know a few hours in our tap room. And you'll have as much uh, a much as much adventure uh, a list of adventure items for you as as much as you need. With all our friends um, from Patagonia and then Ventura, uh, Ventura locals really like to get out there and, and outside, and they're proud of the region. So they'll they'll tell you where to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. It's uh, I'm excited to see uh, after this to grab a beer in the tap room and actually talk with other people yeah. and see uh, where I end up tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you mentioned you, the the multiple tap rooms are is all the brewing happening right here, or are you guys brewing at the other locations as well? Yeah, we only we have one centralized brewing facility right now. We're we're there right now, one hundred four East Thompson Boulevard in downtown Ventura. Uh, that is our only brewing facility right now. We have satellite tap rooms or outposts. One's in the Funk Zone in Santa Barbara, which is like a really fun neighborhood with a variety of wineries and tap rooms and craft beer bottle shops and stuff like that. So that's a really fun place to bounce around on the weekend and try a variety of stuff from the region. Uh, and then we have a, a tap room that we just recently opened this fall in Ojai, downtown Ojai, um, which is great. It's at the foothills of the Topa Topa Mountains. So it's kind of at the base of those mountains. You can see Chief Peak, our flagship IPA. You can see its namesake right from the front patio uh, of that place. So that's been a really, really great spot for us as well. We love the tap room environment because it helps us kind of support those who support us in these communities that that um, we sell a lot of our beer in. So uh, folks can come in, they can try a variety of our beers, and we have food available at both those satellite tap rooms too through some food providers that we've partnered with. So it's uh, super, super fun. We're also in the process of building a larger brewery right now because we're out of capacity here at Thompson Street. So that'll be here in Ventura, and, and we'll be coming online um, uh, in the beginning part of this year. Uh, was that going to be like on this site, or is that a whole other facility? It's a whole other facility. Uh, unfortunately, you see this building. When I walked around downstairs a little bit, there's really nowhere to go. <laughs> oh, um, we could have put some tanks outside here, but we really chose to just kind of uh, build a whole new production facility somewhere else so we can get into more traditional styles of uh, you know pa- packaging our beer into cans and that sort of stuff. It's going to be really fun. We're going to have a big beer garden out there as well. So uh, we're not going to leave our, our home base here uh, either. We'll we'll evolve this space after we start brewing over there. So it's um it's an exciting time for us. A lot of uh a lot of new projects, a lot of new people joining the company and, and um of course new beers to come next year. So that's gonna be fun. And the brewery itself, you guys have a lot of community outreach as well. And one of them I saw on your guys' tap room wall on your website was the one percent for the planet. Yeah. Do you wanna help me explain what that is really? <laughs> yeah, I mentioned earlier that we, you know, entered into this um this project 
pretty focused and, and we knew kind of who we were with our core values as a company. One of those core values is community spirit. And uh, one of the ways we express that is, is through our 1% for the planet affiliation. Uh, our, our friends at, at Patagonia actually started 1% for the planet a number of years ago. Um, and basically you sign up as a participating member and you donate 1% of your sales to uh, environmental organizations that are approved through this 1% for the planet network. So, um, you know, as stewards on this planet, it's the least we can do is give back to try and preserve it a little bit. Um, so, uh, we really enjoy that process of, you know, partnering with, um, with groups to come in and raise money in our tap rooms and, and give it back, uh, to them. It, it's, uh, you know, it's beneficial for us cause we get groups, um, to, who come in and, and, and pack our tap rooms and, and support the causes that they believe in. But um, we hope that us giving back will then uh, help us heal this planet that, uh, that, that needs some healing these days. So uh, we really love it. We were super proud to be able to do it. We did it within our first year of opening. Um, so um, in a, in a capital intensive business like we're in, we're, we're super stoked to be able to uh, give some back immediately. And, and we give back outside of that network too, just to the communities that support us. You know, we're all constantly doing fundraisers for schools, police, charity, whatever, you, whatever you, you can, if you can think of a charity, we've probably supported it. So that's awesome. we really, um, we really think that that's a great mutually beneficial. And, and again, one of the great things about this movement in the, uh, in, in the country right now is, is all these small and independent breweries giving so much back. Cool, cool, yeah, and it's like it's for me. It's interesting because you know you do have Patagonia right down the road, and yeah. then also, I mean, California's been all over the news for mudslides and yeah. wildfires and all that stuff. So uh, it is, and even with you know the Sierra Nevada Resilience yeah. IPA thing going on, that uh, just seeing the beer community helping out, even communities that don't even drink beer, is like a cool way yeah. to kind of. It's a good outlook on life. It's cool to be a part of that, you know, that beer industry. Yeah, the community. resilience thing was was really really cool to see how. Um, how, how much it caught on and uh you know with over 1500 breweries doing it we we did it uh and brewed it here and the beer was gone so fast because people just i think people are oftentimes searching to support something and and i've been a long time believer that people don't necessarily buy what you make they buy why you make it and um that's been a big thing that we try to uh live and breathe every day here is is people are, aren't just buying what we make there's a lot of people who make beer uh these days and, and a lot of options in the in the beer realm but you know hopefully they understand a little bit about why we're doing what we're doing and and um then that that'll make them not just like our beer but hopefully love us and, and love topa topa beer like we love it so yeah that's 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 always been a fun thing yeah that is that is really interesting it's the the kind of the why and the whole back of that. Yeah. Yep. Kind of like what we've been saying the whole time. It's more than just about the beer. It's there's so much else going on yeah. behind it. And yeah. All right. So we are like 35 bins into this. The, I'm going to ask the question I always ask, which is your favorite or funniest beer story. People usually go with funniest, but if it's just a favorite beer story, <laughs> that, 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 that works too. We have a lot of funny stories, um, but uh, I definitely have one favorite story from this, this um, project. that's not necessarily funny, but uh, you know, the, the craft beer community is, is so intertwined and super supportive of, of one another that we've been able to, you know, make friends with some of the biggest and most respected breweries in, in the country, if not the world, uh, through this process. And I just have always thought that that was super unique to our industry, that, you know, I could email the president of the largest brewery 
uh, in our industry, and and they'll probably respond with a with an honest to goodness answer. So uh, one of those breweries that we really know and love and respect is Allagash Brewing Company, and we've forged a little bit of a friendship with them. They buy a lot of their employees' gear from Patagonia, so they're constantly coming in here. Um, but one of the really cool stories was we were this past year lucky enough to travel to Germany and Belgium because uh, we had bought a German brew house for our expansion and we needed to go over and, and check it out before they put it on the boat to ship it to us. Uh, so we did the did the Germany part of the trip. It was really amazing. Drank some wonderful Rausch beers in Bamberg, Germany and, and uh, saw our new brew system. Decided to take a few days and go over to Belgium to sample some of the best sours in the world. And uh, my phone buzzes and it was... Uh, you know, one of the, uh, the owners of Allagash or the owner of Allagash saying, Hey, we're supposed to get a beer tonight. Right. And I thought that I messed up and he was in Ventura and, and I had like blown him off. And, uh, <laughs> lo and behold, they were also in Belgium. They saw it on our Instagram story that what? we were there. So we got to hook up with those guys and, and cruise around and, and get a, a back room tour and, and, uh, of Cantillon, which is probably one of the best sour beer makers, if not the best sour beer maker in the world. And then ended up going to a really cool sour beer Lambic festival, uh, all along with those guys. So it just kind of reminded me how small the industry is and how small our world and interconnected our world is here in craft beer and, and how lucky we are to have, um, such amazing mentors, uh, in, in the industry that are so open and willing to share a beer, share their time, share their advice with us. So I think that's, that, that's the coolest, uh, story that, uh, that we would have. There's tons of funny ones, but that one's just a really cool one. That is so wild. And as soon as you said that you have the connection with Allagash, I'm like, holy cow, that's literally the other side of the country. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys have that connection that you'd think that, oh, yeah, that's just so cool. Um, yeah, they're, they're good great company to look up to they have um you know similar mindset and similar values that we have um and um yeah it's like i said we're we're just in a really cool industry that we have that opportunity to um learn from people who have done stuff before and they've done it really really well so we're not um we're not brash enough to think that we know everything so we we're constantly reaching out for advice and, and counsel and and um and to be able to do it with people who you like agree with on almost everything is, is really cool. And, and, um, yeah, when they come out, we get to go surfing and then we take them out here surfing and, and, and there, and they invited us out to one of their invitationals this year. So just a really cool, a brewery that I've looked up to since I was really young growing up on the East coast. And, um, it's just a, uh, you know, it, it's just, it, it, it's exemplifies exactly why we think this is the greatest industry in the world. And, and, um, and we're lucky to be a part of it. And do you think that with, the industry growing so large, you know, so many breweries, you think that ever is going to go away? Do you think it'll always just be a supportive industry that it's kind of always there for each other? You keep hearing, um, I, I think it's really important that it doesn't go away. I think, uh, you know, with, with any growing industry like this, there's always going to be increased competition, but the facts are that we, we as a, as an industry who are, uh, small independently owned breweries are still less than 20% market share of beer sold by volume in the, in the, in the States. It's actually, I think we're around 13%, so it's well below. There is a ton of room for growth. And uh, we just last year passed pre-prohibition numbers in the number of breweries that we have uh, in the in the United States. So there's, there's still a lot of room. I think it, it can look like it's more crowded. And um, But as we've seen here as a microcosm for some of this, you know, we've with every new brewery that's opened since we've been open, just three and a half short years, with every new brewery that's opened along with us, we've just gotten busier. So um, I think the culture uh, sh- hopefully 
always remains the same. And, and we try our hardest to reach out and be friendly with every new brewery that comes on board, provide any advice or counsel we can. Um, and it's pretty easy. Usually people who get into brewing are pretty fun and we can share a <laughs> beer and, and, uh, and just have a good time together. So it's not, not again, I, it's the greatest industry in the world, I think. So. Wow. And I mean, that, tra- that transitions great to my next question. If, if someone is trying to get into the beer industry, whether they're, you know, they're trying to launch a brewery or kind of take the brewing to the next level, what advice would you give? Yeah. So I think there, there would be twofold. Like if you're just trying to join the industry, um, and like get a foot in the door at an existing brewery or get a job, um, at, at one of the breweries, um, present yourself as authentic as possible. Um, you know, don't try and be someone you're not, uh, just definitely come enjoy a beer, try and shake hands with, with the owners or the brewers or the managers, uh, at the places, uh, we've ended up hiring a lot of our customers, um, because they, you know, we know they're already emotionally invested in, in what we're doing. Um, and, uh, a lot of times in the, in the brewing industry, particularly for more front of the house jobs, beer tenders and, and sales positions and all the ancillary parts that, that make the, the brewing go, um, uh, experience isn't always the number one thing. It's more enthusiasm for us. Like hiring people who are super enthusiastic about what they're doing is really, really important. Um, on the technical side in the back, in the back, if you're, if you're a home brewer and really looking to jump in, I would say, you know, try and get go to brew school or get some experience, um, actually helping out at a brewery uh, and, and seeing how things operate. That's really, really important. If you're trying to start a brewery, the number one thing I can say I said earlier is, is do your research and write a really good business plan. That was critical for us, and um, it still holds value to this day where I'll, I'll go back and I'll you know, reread our business plan to remind us and keep us on the path that we, that we want to be on. All right, so if someone wanted to get in contact with you guys or have a beer, um, what's the best way that they can reach out to you guys or even just try some of your beers? Yeah, we have a pretty, um, great Instagram, um, account that I think is a great follow for people if, if they're into, into the social media thing. So follow us on Instagram at, at Topa Topa Brewing Co. Um, it, visit us. If you're in the Ventura, Ojai or Santa Barbara area, visit any one of our three tap room outlets and, uh, come try some beers in the tap rooms, ask questions to our beer tenders. They're super knowledgeable and, and excited and enthusiastic about what they do. And we always have some great quality brew fresh beer on, on tap. So we really encourage you if you are in the area, come out and, and check us out here in, in Ventura, Santa Barbara, Ojai, and check out some of our neighbor friends too. Uh, there's a lot of great beer in this region. So if you're passing through, um, definitely come by and, and, uh, and have a beer with us. Sweet deal. And as always, if you guys are listening, want to, uh, find the podcast is Google Brewery Talks or search on any of the apps you guys use. If you want to get in contact with myself, just go on signsituptraveling.com. Jack, thank you so much for everything today. This has been great. Yeah, thanks, Nash. Great. Come see us uh, again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Brewery Talks. Thanks again to Jack for sitting down with me and everyone at Topa Topa. If you guys like the podcast, please give it a five-star rating, and I hope you guys have a good day. Cheers.